About to enter another Wade's world. Let's go. What a better way to wait out the quarantine or the impending apocalypse from COVID-19. The boarding up the windows and singing along to Mood Ring. It's Wade's Wade. It's Wade. It's Wade. Wade's world. It's Wade. Hell yeah, boy. Welcome back to another Wade's world. We are here in my home in New Braunfels, Texas, and I'm, uh, we got a, a extra special, extra special, s- special guest, guest this week. I'm so excited to, uh, the reason we do this is because I love music. I'm a fan first, as I've said, almost every single week, and uh, we, we took a long break from these, and now we're doing them again because I love talking shop, I love talking music, and these are two of my favorite people in the world. Y'all please welcome to Wade's World, Jason Eady and Miss Courtney Patton. Patton? Mrs. <laughs> Courtney Patton? Um, the, uh, thanks so much for being here, y'all. Thanks for having, having us, having us. buddy. I'm having trouble getting cranking here. Uh, <laughs> but it means a lot. You know, we've been, I did these, we started doing these because of the pandemic and uh, when we all got shut down and I think we did about 15 of these and then it just got where it was too much and I took yeah. a breather from them. So it's nice to be back. Yeah. And, playing yeah. music and hang it, you know? Yeah, glad you're doing them again. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we, uh, I normally let the guests start off, so but y'all are gonna have to farkle for uh, Paper, Rock, Scissors, he wants to go first. Uh, Courtney can go first. <laughs> <Is that? Yeah. laughs> Ladies first, Ladies right? first, that's right. All right. Beauty before age. Okay, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Y'all say, uh, say hi to my friend, Courtney Patton. We're so glad you're here, girl. <laughs> uh, I love you to death and appreciate y'all making the trip. So. Yeah. Well we'll, well, we'll dive into some talking and then chatting, but uh, let's crank it off with some music. Okay. This will be one that uh, mm-hmm. Jason and I wrote right before quarantine started, and it was kind of ended up being an apology now to the whole world because uh, it was a song about, man, wouldn't it be nice to just be home for a little while together because we never got that. And then as soon as we put the song down, <laughs> the whole world shut down. So oh, sorry. So y'all are to blame for yeah, all of this. We about, did it. Yeah. Thanks Pretty a lot. sure. Yeah. I think we wrote this in February of last year. Yeah. We really did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a night like the old. Have a night like the old days, picking up kids and doing the dishes and making a list. At the end of the day, we know all the things that tomorrow brings, and they're gonna happen either way. Let's make time.
let's have a night like the old days taken for granted the seeds we planted we gotta make time to keep the weeds at bay changing the seasons we each have our Now, normally my uh, guests are very uh, awkward for the first few minutes because they, they're not used to the virtual stuff. Yeah. Y'all are the complete We're opposite of that. We're used to it. <laughs> Pretty comfortable with it now. You're used to the, the, the awkward <laughs> silence when you're done with a song. Like, yeah. Okay. On to the next one. Here we go. Yeah. In fact, now it's like at live shows when they clap immediately. Yeah, you kind of like, shell shocked a little bit. <laughs> Hang on, guys. guys. guys whoa, whoa, I'm going to need you to get you some paper hearts. Push them up to the side, please. Slowly. Slowly. <laughs> please make me feel normal here. Paper hearts. Yeah. <laughs> now but we're going to request a song I've already sang. Request a song I've already sang, please. Yeah. yeah. And you got to wait about 10 seconds after the song ends before you can hold For the your delay. little heart yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to get used to, though. I know, know, I know. And uh, gosh, it's, but y'all have more than gotten used to it. Y'all have actually uh, dominated uh, everyone in, in the virtual world, in my opinion. So, and we'll talk about as we go along here, we'll talk about. Uh, the sequestered songwriters and what you all have going on, but you're still we're still on this uh, opening guest st song still here. The first so. round. <laughs> huh? Okay. All right. Well, I'll do one uh, that obvi pretty obviously is a uh, result of the quarantine. But uh, you'll see. <laughs> Back in the days before it all started, I was going my way like I'd always done. Now I'm looking around for my dearly departed, wandering these streets like I'm all alone. What do we do when we get back to normal? And we find ourselves out in the world again. What do we do when we get back to normal? Find we're somewhere we ain't never been. I always believed the world had an answer, but now I think that I've been thinking all wrong. The questions I had, well, I never really asked them. The truth is, I don't wanna know after all. What do we do when we get back to normal? And we find ourselves out in the world again 
somewhere we ain't never been to normal what is the normal the new normal i don't know i hate that term but yeah i know know. who knows yeah we were talking about it man i mean it's uh you know for the for the younger generation the younger kids i mean what you know uh, that you know i don't know it's just so much so much has changed obviously and you just wonder how much is going to stick you know how much is going to yeah hang yeah hang around linger right for maybe a long time or maybe forever that it's changed so much so i guess We'll wait and see, you know. You know, it's crazy to have those times that you live through. I can think of, man, a couple in my whole life, but where you know it's like a dividing line. You know, things are different pre this and post this. You know, 9-11 was was, Yeah, for sure. Like, it changed after 9-11 and kind of never really went back, you know, as far as, um, I don't know, the feeling. You know, it was was a different vibe after that, and um, this is definitely going to be that, too. You know, it's scary. We'll just see. See crazy. what happens. It, it, it could be great, you know. It could be changes for the better. It, it's a it's a roaring twenties feel, and and I, the thing that I've noticed more than anything is people, including myself, there is a harder way to gauge when to pull back the reins because people have been so locked up that they're just like, you know, like raging hard. Yeah, yeah, I've like, I've seen it a few times, and and friends or, or people at shows, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just crazy. Isn't yeah. It? I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. crazy to think we've been doing this a year and <laughs> back when we got shut down, we thought it was going to be like three months, mm-hmm. two weeks. And then it was going to be three months. Yeah. We thought two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I want to, I want to talk about, it. um, we're, we're song swapping here on Wade's world as always, uh, song swapping, uh, here from my house in New Braunfels, Texas. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for viewing or listening or well, however you're enjoying it. We appreciate you tuning in. Um, we're going to dive into a little bit of, you know, about that. I'd love to know 
I don't know. We'll talk about it a little bit. Let me let me play a song about Adam Hood real quick. I drink coffee in the kitchen as she slams the bedroom door. She had enough of me and she sure did let me know. Oh, the silence spoke out loud and clear. I heard a tear hit the floor from here. Whoa, I can sure feel my stubborn ways. Oh, the things I do to prove I'm right. Break her heart just to watch her cry. Leave her stranded on an island all alone. I can't stand it when I'm wrong. Being right ain't worth the cost. Yeah, cause sometimes a battle won is a battle lost. Tell me that you love me With conviction in your eyes You're my best friend My biggest fan And you're always on my side And the more I sit here all alone The more this sad disgrace Runs through my bones And it cuts just deep enough To realize Well, I think Her cry, leave her stranded on an island all alone. Well, I can't stand it when I'm wrong. Being right ain't worth the cost. Yeah, cause sometimes a battle won is a battle lost. Well, nobody in the world ever really wants to lose. Yeah, What's the point in winning, girl, if I can't win with you? Yeah, the things I do to prove I'm right, break her heart just to watch her cry. Thank you. Virtual applause. Virtual applause. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I, I want to. We've been doing in the Wade's World. Uh, we're bringing them back. We've been doing um, asking for donations for the Bowen Family Foundation uh, every episode because uh, when we when the pandemic shut down, Music Cares was our choice because we Music Cares at that time and all, as always has been really good about helping musicians and artists sure. and songwriters and whatever. And they were they were really one of the first ones I saw that jumped on. Hey, these guys are going to be in trouble. We, we need both, to go help them. Yeah, we yeah. both got yeah. a check from them. Yeah, know, yeah. So. so and and that's so that's what we rate. And everybody was so kind to, to donate week after week. 
And uh, when we came back, now this is, I guess this is called season two of Wade's World. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we've decided to, to, to do everything for the Bowen Family Foundation. And everybody, we've been asking for that. You can go to wadebowen.com slash tips. But this episode, everything we raised from today is going to be donated to the Sequestered Songwriters oh. Fund. Is it Sequestered Songwriters Relief Fund? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So every, every cool, dollar eh? we raise today will go to help these guys. And that's when I want to dive in so we can explain a little bit about uh, the sequestered songwriters. I mean, we could probably talk for hours about yeah. all of this. Uh, let's 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 see. You know, wh- I'm just curious. I think I got a text from you originally, Jason, saying this is something Courtney and I have thought about. Where what do you think of this? And and I'm just curious where where did the idea stem from? Just it, it well the same same place. All those ideas at this time. You know when the when the pandemic kind of came on and everything was shutting down Every, i think everybody was just kind of what do we do we were shell-shocked for and sure so it was just a lot of and ideas all of us got creative in our own yeah. way yes yeah. right and so i think i was in the music room and he was in the living room and i don't know which one of us yelled at first but actually rita Ballou from coke fm was trying to schedule us to do a takeover of their page and she said how about april 6th and i was like ah that's hag's birthday we might want to sing some Merle Hagger songs that night. Let's do it on a different night. And then we were like, dude, we should do a virtual hag off. So and then, then, then Jason's right. like, I'm on it. And he texted all you guys. And it, it really was meant to be a one night, like just feel like we were in a hotel room together, but virtually cause we couldn't see everybody and yeah. festivals are getting canceled. And we thought, Oh my gosh, we're not going to be able to do this thing that we love to do. I mean, how many nights have we ended up in a hotel after Bowen fest, you know, like, singing songs and passing guitars or music fest or whatever and just such a bummer to think that we weren't going to get to make music with you guys and so yeah and so and the and the the sequestered songwriters uh for those of you that are not familiar with it the sequestered songwriters you went out and started your own facebook page and then uh ran filtered everything through there and every single week uh they they would pick a different artist or songwriter and and there's 30 to 40 that perform each that week perform yeah. each week and it was live for forever everybody would do it live from their own pages and then it would you had, you had this crazy way of filtering it all through the right. sequestered songwriters page which is fantastic um and so that that's what sequestered songwriters is if you go to the facebook page like it um you can dig back through all of the videos from the past year yeah. we ce- celebrated a year or whatever it is you know y'all mm-hmm. been doing this longer than that um since then turned it into first of all how many weeks you've been going like we we officially capped it off at a year on merle haggard's birthday which which was april 5th it was day 365 so okay yeah and so how uh, like you eventually turned it into this now you started a 501 uh, charity fund and that's what we're giving to today Mm -hmm. um like just kind of explain a little bit about that what you're doing with that money and so yeah it was when this thing got going you know at first we just didn't know if it was going to take off or you know it just it's one of the most organic things really we've probably is. ever been sure. a part of i mean it it really had a life of its own and it just yeah. it it and took for off the musicians like who knew how many musicians would want to be a part of this too you know because so we were bored too, I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. It, it took off in the right way it wasn't it wasn't a bunch of people having you know strategic 
planning meetings about how to capitalize on whatever. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't that. It really was just friends wanting to hang out play and, music. and play music. And so um, I think because it started that way, it, it kind of always had that feel. And, and it definitely was not a for-profit thing. You know, we definitely didn't start it. There's just so many people involved. And, but eventually we realized that people were kept asking how they could donate and how they could help, you know. And so we just, we just thought there's, there are different organizations for, to help musicians and, and people that do what we do full-time in little pockets around the country. You know, they have little local organizations that do that. And um, we just thought there was a, a need for one of those around here and so it's it's specifically for um musicians americana you know musicians full-time touring musicians who are in financial crisis that whether it be for you know a, a medical emergency or a family emergency or something that takes them off the road where they're going to lose their income it was 100 percent born out of the pandemic but it was for future crisis you know so um, well, and because we all got helped so much, sure. you're talking about music cares. Absolutely. I mean, we all that those first couple of months. I mean, that's what it paid us our up, bills. You know, we're, we're programs like that. So it was almost kind of a pay it forward when the time mm -hmm. came around, you know, to do yeah. something. So it's been a it's been a, it, a very big. I mean, without us meaning for it to be like the biggest blessing of of a, the hardest year of our lives. You know, just seeing how many people online fan wise have gotten together and there's groups of them that have met and become friends but they've never met in real life like they have a sequestered songwriters drinking team <laughs> and they come up with drinking words every monday and they all talk within each other you know within the thread to one another and it's just there's this camaraderie that's come from it uh with musicians we've all grown closer yeah. some of these people have been our friends for 20 years but now we're seeing a different side of them and and you know it's just a big I don't know. It was a big blessing and on so many levels this last year. Yeah, in a, in a crazy time when there's so much to be doom and gloom. Sure. You guys really found um, a light uh, and you found some silver lining in all of it. And, you know, I really honestly believe what you've built um, will continue to last for a very long time, if yeah, not forever. So. And I know that has to feel really good for you both and make you very proud to be, sure. to be starting. Because, you yeah. know, starting a you took it a whole other step to make it last forever by starting your foundation. That's not an easy task. I mean, running a foundation and, and providing for other people is, it's very, very rewarding, but it's also very, very challenging. Right. So I, I really commend you both on like, just, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how it just started with a simple, Hey, this is a cool idea. And now you're taking it upon yourselves to take it even a step further and carry on a, a lasting legacy that I think will, you, you have both have great careers already, but this is just going to add to your careers and to a great legacy. I just, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks. thanks. Thanks for being a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that. I mean, you know, it doesn't work if, sure. if 30 people don't show up to sing songs every week, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's been the most amazing part. Well, yeah. It's hard for me to do it. And I mean, yeah. I, 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 I've missed a, quite a few and I, you know, it's it like, I always feel so left out when I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I can't imagine y'all's work that you have to do to pull this off every single week. It's just unbelievable. I mean, it's just, well, I, it's, I mean, you know, it's just, we just owe the people that have been, have shown up every week, really. I mean, it's, uh, th that's been the key is that people continue to do it. You know, sure. people could have dropped off after the first few weeks, you know, and, and it would have just kind of gone away really fast. And so um, it was that consistency at the beginning, you know, and it was just, we kind of had 
people showing up every week to do this. And um, even I when think- we hit a year, we sent out a little survey and an overwhelming majority chose to keep it going week to week. Cause I was like, Oh, let's slow down to a month. <laughs> I was just thinking how busy we're getting, you know, we're getting so busy and Saturdays and Sundays when we normally build the show, Jason's, you know, we switched formats a bit and it's a little bit more work for him, but less work for me, which is I'm enjoying. <laughs> but, um, it, it turned into one of those things that, uh, if we're playing a show on Saturday or Sunday night, what time do we get home to give him time to build the show? And so I thought, well, let's just slow it down. Let's slow it down. And nobody, none of the artists wanted to slow down. Yeah. Except for me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I get it. I mean, there's so, so much going on and, and more things pick up, you know, I, yeah. but no, I think however you choose to move forward, will will be wonderful and everybody will continue to enjoy it. I know you're already talking about a festival and I know you're, you, uh, you, you guys got invited to the uh, mile zero fest yep. where you're going to, we're going to, you, host you got invited as artists sure. individually. And then you also uh, got invited from the sequester songwriters to do yep. your own show there, which right. is a huge honor. I'm sure y'all oh, are yeah. so proud we're to excited. get that. So I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure it will continue to, to keep growing and building in its own way. So yeah. Yeah. Happy for you both. Thanks. We're here at Wade's World uh, from my home here in New Braunfels, Texas. Thank you so much for joining us. Courtney Patton and Jason Eady are my guests today. And you want to play some music? I guess sure. we should play some every sure. now and then. I can sit here and talk to y'all all day. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should play some music. <laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll do this one because I know um, you asked me for it after you heard it the first time, and I don't think I ever sent it to you, so now you'll have it. You'll remember it when I start. <laughs> Just whoever's in New England? No. <laughs> you did ask for that, that one time. That was pretty awesome. I was like, you should do this sometime and got it within 10 minutes. Yeah, well, like, catch me at home drinking wine and I'll try anything, you know. <laughs> that was, that is a, that, Reba has a range. Uh, this is a song I wrote one night after a really, really cool lightning storm in Texas sitting on my front porch watching this lightning just kind of go sideways across the sky and had a little bit of a hippie moment where I started thinking about all those people that we lost that um, their energy somewhere out there, you know, you know, no matter what you believe, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So it's somewhere out there. And I just thought, how cool would that be to turn something that could be terrifying, like lightning or, you know, whatever. But what if their energy is wrapped up in that and you just see things a little bit um, more beautifully and not so intimidating I guess so I wrote this for my late sister Um, she passed away in 2002 and uh, the older I get the more I'm able to put it into words it just took me a long time to do it so this one's for her Fires might emblazing in the mind. 
that song so good thanks very very good thanks hopefully so that'll good. be the title track to uh my next record you're working on it right yeah. now good yep i got a cool picture of it i i haven't i mean i tell people this i, I think it's a cool thing but every cover of el every album i've ever done since i started doing this full-time has been a picture that i've taken on my phone and um i got one i got one of the lightning that night so i I kind of already designed the cover and everything and I'm centering the whole thing around it because it's like a sense of pride to just have a tiny bit of the creative part of that, you know, mm -hmm. still hire somebody to, to, to actually do the album art, but I go find a way to do this, put this oh, in yeah. there. So. Cause that's hard to do. I mean, that's, that's hard for me. Oh like, yeah. Finding an album cover is like, I get everything done and then I get the album cover part. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I forgot about this. <laughs> right, I gotta right. do this. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. So, but it's a great song. It's, I mean, I, you know, I can't imagine a, better title track than that it's yeah really thanks cool. thanks amazing good stuff yay <laughs> yay <laughs> jason yeah my turn you want to crank us up something man yeah i do um oh let me tune back up that would have been bad that's all right <laughs> part of the experience right Trees that grow on a hillside Clinging to the rocks above Higher than the grass can grow Must be in it for the love Ain't got nothing on you, babe Ain't got nothing on you Stars we look at at night, each one bigger than the sun. 
Burning brighter than our minds could see And we count them one by one Ain't got nothing on you, babe Ain't got nothing on you When I lay down Beside you Which one you, was it about, Wade? Uh, you know, I'm half gonna, and half? Some things are better first, left first, unsaid. Oh, okay. I thought we yeah. rewrote that. Remember at the <laughs> yeah. Breakfast Club, it was, uh, I ain't got nothing on you, Wade. <laughs> that's, that's the alternate <laughs> version. as hell there in the sun sweet light this ain't nothing like I have been told hell the coffee in my cup's not even cold hit me hard but I ain't felt it yet kind of like a Summer storm that you just don't expect It's crazy how fast a faithful heart can lose its hold Hell, the cigarette I'm holding ain't half smoke The coffee in my cup's not even cold Everything is different 
Everything has changed I must have been a fool To think that things stayed the same The only thing that's certain This old world keeps turning And you realize that you've been left behind I don't ever want to hear this song again here when it first began melody forever will remain a song ain't even sung its last refrain hell the cigarette I'm holding ain't half smoke Coffee in my cup's not even cold Everything is different Thank you very much. Wade's World, here from my home in New Braunfels, Texas, playing songs, hanging out, buddies. Um, should we drink? Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, in, in uh, Wade's World, hold on, i got to get these poured here. In, in, in Wade's World fashion, tradition, we started virtual shots. All right. Because we were all locked down. And uh, we're going to take this virtual shot up to a wraparound level. Of course. All right. How dare you even ask? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get some more tequila. Oh. Keep pouring. Don't say that. <laughs> Is it empty? Uh, almost. You want me to finish it off? <laughs> A little bit more for Wade. A little bit more for Courtney. Oh. Oh, we did need a little bit more. <laughs> All right. That's total. Okay. We're going to see. All right. We're going to see uh, virtual shots. Hashtag. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that. All right. Virtual shots. So, yeah. So, we started doing virtual shots with everybody, and uh, it really caught on. Everybody out of boredom or whatever they do sitting at home. We do that every Friday night, so it was a good night to drink, good night of the week to drink on. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I guess you could say every night is a good night to drink on. It's your, whatever you, whatever you, you know. It's your prerogative. Uh -huh. I'm going to say that I agree with that, but it's whatever you want. If you don't want to drink, that's fine. <laughs> so, uh, 
Cheers, everybody. Virtual shot time. We do sell these on the website. Awesome. Hint, hint, yep. if you Cheers. want one. <laughs> Wrap around. Cheers. Wrap around. Yes. How was it water? <laughs> Woo. Good Lord. Happy virtual shot time, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Another Wade's World. Yeah. So glad to have Jason and Edie Courtney Patton here hanging out with, with us uh, from my home, my garage mahal here. Garage mahal. Are Still you okay? recovering. Took you, want chill me, you want Jason to go next? I'm good. <laughs> Maybe we should get Jason. No, nope. I, I need a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Got to push plus. <laughs> I hope, I hope the camera is like really zoomed in right yeah. now. That, ah. <laughs> 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 I only drink tequila dressed usually. I'm sure. Sorry, that wasn't in my rider. It's good tequila. Uh, though, yeah, huh? it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I want to see I you got some espolón in to do. <laughs> was that good? That's pretty good. That was good. I don't even know if that was the brand. That wasn't, but that Damn. was pretty good. You... <laughs> so I, I want to ask you, you both. Um, you're obviously such a such great songwriters, and you focus so much on songwriting. I know that's your pride and joy. Well, you're, you're you know, great singers too, but I know that your pride and joy is, is writing. It seems to me, being your friends, I, I, being your friend, I don't know, it seems like you focus so much on songs and the quality and the craft of the songs. And where in your, uh, I'm, I know this is going to be different for both of you, but where in your growing up, you, you had dreams of doing this, and then you, 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 you have influences, you go to shows, you do all those things that we did as kids to to learn the love of, of music and how how much you appreciate everything. And then all of a sudden you learn to play guitar yeah. and then you start. But but there becomes a time when you actually transition and to writing. And yeah. what 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 triggers that? And also, like, you know. What, what made you what made you want to actually write and focus on the craft of it? Because I know you both. Re it's really important to you. The craft. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's. I just was always drawn to people that wrote, you know, I don't know. Um, there was a PBS channel in Mississippi when I was growing up and every Saturday night they would have, it was kind of like the bluebird, but it was the local station and they would have songwriters come in and do songwriter rounds. And so it was the same songs you were hearing on the radio, but, but, but by the writers. And uh, I don't know, that just, that was, that was so cool to me, you know, that there were people that wrote these songs. And uh, and then that feeling of finishing your first song, you know, that feeling of finishing something and just going, thinking it's good. Because there's a lot of, you write a lot of them that aren't good. and then But there's that one, I mean, I think everybody can probably, you know, pinpoint sure. that one in their life where you finish it and you go, all right, you know, I finally did something that I would go play for people, right. you know. Yeah. And, uh you know, I, I just always assume with my question too. I always, always assume because I always wanted to sing, and be a singer, and be on stage, and be in front of people. Um, but I mean, maybe maybe some people wanted to be a writer first. I don't know. Is that, it's is definitely that, that way for yeah. me. I I sing because I, I don't want to have to pitch people to sing my songs. You know what I mean? It's a way to get my songs out there. Singing to me is a is a delivery method for the songs. If that makes sense. So you wanted you, know? to, you just wanted to write songs at first. That's what got you. In. Yeah, but I don't want to have to pitch songs and get people to cut them and all that stuff. I, you know, I just want to write them and then get them out there. And so mm -hmm. it kind of left me no choice but to, so yeah. to, to do it. You know? Mine's a total opposite. I got a guitar. I always sang in church, grew up singing in church. I know you did too. Um, it was one of those things that there was a transition happening in our, the church that I grew up in. I was very much a traditional 
Uh, we grew up in the local Methodist church and um, we had a great choir. We had a great, all of these things. And uh, at some point they started doing a praise and worship group for the early church. And I, I was very uncomfortable with that. I wanted to sing, but I didn't want to stand in front of a microphone because my voice would close up from nerves if I didn't have something in my hand. So I told mom I wanted to learn how to play guitar so I didn't have to stand there with like awkwardness, you know. Ricky Bobby hands. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just where do I do? I don't do this thing. Yeah. I wasn't a, this praiser girl, you know. You do Thank this. you, Jesus. <laughs> I was just more of a let's put my hands in my pockets and look awkward. So um, the guitar was very much uh, something I wanted to learn to impress boys and for it to be a crutch so that I didn't have to figure out what to do with my hands. So I started teaching myself how to play and then ended up going to a college that was a huge music school. There was a great bar I opened for you at the Plowboy kickoff party when I was probably 18. You had long hair, flowing hair back oh, yeah. then. Oh, yeah. Um, but I met a lot of great people <laughs> that became lifelong friends in that time. And um, Cody and, and Mike McClure being two of the biggest ones for me that just really encouraged me. But I was playing open mic night every week. I was driving to Fort Worth once a week to go play um, – open a show for a guy that had a residency of the Thirsty Armadillo. And it was one of those that I started hearing the phrase singer songwriter more when I was in college because of Pat Green and Robert Earl and those guys that were out there playing songs that they wrote. I never even thought about the fact that the person singing didn't write their own songs. I never mm -hmm. thought about it until I was older. So then I was like, well, I have all these poems. Maybe I can start putting them to, to music. And so it was definitely a later thing for me that I realized that a lot of the people I grew up listening to had never even touched a pen. Yeah. You they're know, just great singers, great artists. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing yeah, wrong great. with that. I'm, yeah. I think that that's, that's, you don't have to write. You don't have you know, to write, all. you know, but, but then it, it did become a love and it was well, something it's a separate that, talent. I mean, that's yeah, a huge talent absolutely. to be able to yeah. be an artist, you know, it takes a lot to be an artist. Yeah. yeah. And to get, to be able, if you're just, if you're a great singer that doesn't write, then I think your job is to find good songs, yeah. you know, find good writers right. and, and put the, but, yeah, I don't think there's any kind of hang-up in not writing at all. You know, if you can deliver it and... and yeah, and Waylon always said it takes just as much genius to find a hit song as it does to write one. Absolutely, I, I, yeah. I, I believe that. I mean, I, I love cutting outside songs. You know, I love... I, I feel like I have two reasons I cut songs that I don't write on an album is because it, they say something that I... Wish you could have Wish said. I would have said. Mm. Or it's a completely different style of song that I would write on my own. Yeah, and and. Yeah. And it, and it usually the two, it's usually one of those two things that, that kind of gets me. Yeah. And I'm okay, that one's going on the record for sure. Yeah. And that's why yeah. Sequester Songwriters has been so fun for me personally. Like just going, some of these artists, I would never have learned how to play one of their songs. Mm -hmm. Elton John, grew up listening to him, would never have challenged myself to learn jazz chords right. that some guy wrote on a piano. You know, how do I translate that to a guitar and still make it sound cool? And it's been a fun, it's been so fun to see things that are suited for your voice that you didn't write. And, and that maybe the words do make, when they come out of your mouth, people believe them. And that's a really big thing too, I think. So That's been an unexpected part of the sure. sequestered thing is, you know, we're, the sequestered songwriters, it's funny because it's 30, 40 people every week that write great songs and we're doing cover songs, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, um, but it's been a huge learning experience. Right. I, and I, I think learning covers and learning the way that other people do things really stretches you. And I, I didn't see that coming. I think it, I think it's helped my writing, you know, learning. I, it's very easy to just get stuck in your lane, you know, and, and not want to get out of that. And so 
kind of forcing yourself every week to learn an Aretha Franklin song, you know, yeah. or an Elton yeah. John song or something like that. And it takes you, not that I'm ever going to write songs like that, but maybe I'll take this one chord or this yep. one it's thing from it, you know, and, and, uh, and that's been pretty cool because there are people in the group that I don't think have ever done covers and, and I don't do them. I mean, I used to years ago, but we don't ever get to do them, but yeah. it's not just doing covers i think it for, as a writer that's a learning it's a sure. part of the learning well i process. hear it from a lot of young songwriters that come up and ask for advice and and like you what, what would you say and all and, and they i can tell a lot of them get mad when i say learn the songs you love yeah, yeah absolutely and, and 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 lay them out as like an outline and a template for you um you can learn so much from learning cover songs yeah. and learning other songs that you know, the songs that you're influenced by is completely different from the songs that you just that you listen to all the time. Mm -hmm. There's a complete different thing. And the songs that influence you as an artist or influence you as a writer, especially, uh, you, you have, I, I, I just believe you have to learn to, to cover those, to, yeah. to, to figure out why they did certain things. And the sequester songwriters thing for sure has revisited all of that, that, mm -hmm. you know, we kind of got away from that as our careers have gone on. I still learn covers. I try to, we still throw my poor band. They, make them learn stuff all the damn time. You have the best band though. <laughs> yeah. And really those guys do. are like, golly, really? We have to learn, you know, another song today, but I just love doing it. It's fun. It is um, fun. It, it is makes fun. it yeah. interesting. And, but most importantly, you learn from it still, you know, mm -hmm. it, this many years into my career. Yeah. Um, just like we were talking before, before the show, just that one simple transition from a D to an A minor that I'm, it's a simple thing, but Never, never even crossed my mind to yeah, even throw an yeah. A minor. And it'll in there, slip you know? in somewhere, somewhere in the next yeah. 20 years that it will come out somewhere in, yeah, in your in writing. Yeah, you know? in one of my songs. But for sure. something about singing covers too, to me, and I've told Jason this, I get so sick of myself. Singing covers takes my ego out of it. And I'm just singing music because I love music again. Yeah. And not worrying about what, if my words are being conveyed or if I'm doing this correctly or if I'm touching enough people you know reaching them with what i'm trying to say if if what i wrote in my heart is making sense to everybody else singing covers to me is so freeing because i'm just up there singing because i freaking love music so much yeah and that i needed that i need, i yeah. needed to remind remember how much i love music this last year so i had a great songwriter one of my songwriting heroes i won't i won't call him out but um that i just idolize and we were talking one day and he's had a great career and great songs and but he said his biggest regret, he was one of those guys that thought it wasn't cool as a songwriter to, to play covers. It was, you know, and he said that was his biggest regret, that he wished he had learned more covers. It would have made him a better writer. And uh, it's, weird to th it's weird to talk about covers and songwriting in the same sentence, but it really is the same. It, you know, it's, it is part of the learning process, I think. Yeah, if, you, if you're stubborn, to th stubborn enough to think that you know, you can't learn from covering a song, you know, it's right. just, it's just, it's just lower your pride and do it. Cause it really is. I mean, it really is important. Yeah. It's important for everything, especially even taking them and just playing them live in front of an audience. You, you get an energy with them because they're, you don't, you don't hold it personal. Right. You right. know, you, you, you can, it can be awful and you don't care. Right. right. And you can, you can say, I'm never playing that. I've done that yeah. multiple times. Like, Hey boys, we're never playing that song again. That was a terrible decision on my part. My bad. Uh, Cause you also see the way the reaction of the crowd and all that stuff. It's so important yeah. for, for younger artists to, to experience that and to, to be a part of it for sure. So, yeah. Look at these shoulder pads. Ooh. I just want to bring them to attention. They're like catching, they're catching my eye off to the side. Hell yeah. yeah, bringing it back. Bringing the shoulder pads back. Duh. There's your next t-shirt. Yeah. 
just a picture of your shoulder. Let's call them patent pads. Patent pads. Yes. <laughs> patent pads. That's your next band. Pa- Wait, that sounds bad. Patent pending. That An all girl band. Yeah, you could patent joke. the patent pads. <laughs> be a really bad joke if it's an all-girl band too like patent pads <laughs> all right all right go ahead no, sorry we've derailed spiraling out of control now so do we want to keep on new song train or do we want to go back or how, how do you 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 select dealer's choice and i always love to hear new songs but. all right well this is this is the newest song i've written i wrote it with brent cobb who i just adore as a yes. human being and a writer i think he's incredible and uh, i was a fan first and got to meet him through our mutual bestie, Adam Hood, um, several you, years ago. I can't decide if I'm more of a fan of Brent Cobb's songs or his singing hair? or his talking. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he yeah, does have right. great hair, too. I love watching his Instagram. He's like, yeah. hey, man, they just posted this thing up on the deal, and uh, if you won't go watch it, it'll be cool. All right, thank y'all. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Disneyland. That's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Courtney, we, we done got this thing done. Oh, man, That's yeah. what, we done got this done. Well, this was one I started one night um, just watching the news, which is terrible. And I've since, I think it's probably the last time I turned the news on. And I was so mad. I was so mad just watching these people talk, you know, and just the headlines and everything. And just everything felt so toxic. So instead of turning it off, I like to write songs in my bed. I always have, no matter what house I've ever lived in, that's kind of like my little safe place. So I just muted the TV and I left their stupid faces on so I could watch them, you know, be idiots. I started writing this song and I stopped and I sent it to Brent and I said, I want you to help me write this. So we had a little, my first Zoom writing session. It was really cool. And we knocked this guy out and I think it's got a little bit of Courtney and a little bit of Brent and it makes me happy, so.
talk though that i said love can sing and it's Woo. the sweetest sound and it made the worst sound <laughs> <laughs> the irony of the fact great. that <laughs> it was great like puberty was great. stricken i love that song okay cool thanks what's the name of it again <laughs> i don't know yet L let let rise. love rise let it rise yeah i don't know we we just wrote it and i really am enjoying uh playing it and it's getting good it's really cool now that you know uh once the world started opening back up i had a couple songwriter room shows and people are buying they're sold out because people want to come so bad you know so the crowds are great they're really ready for live music and i start the show with it and the second i say uh, my circle's getting tighter people have started going woo you know like and i'm like oh really oh, we'll, we'll listen to this line you know <laughs> like it gets me all pumped up because Plus you they're listening feedback for the first yeah. time in a year yeah yeah that's why i texted brent and i was like dude people love it and he's like all right yeah it's a great song yeah mm -hmm. made me feel good so yeah well, good luck on your hey, new thanks. stuff. And Jason, you have a new record too, right? I do. I do. I do. What's the name yeah. of the record? To the Passage of Time. Ooh. Yeah. So, How artistic. I know, right? Is this, um, this going to be your COVID record or is that, you know, or is it? It was, it was definitely born of COVID. You know, it's not like a COVID themed record or anything, but um, I wrote six of the 10 songs in about a, and about a 72 hour window. Um, Seriously, like just disappeared. Never I, changed pants. I was up in the room and, and <laughs> delivered, <laughs> knocked, put food at the door. Honey, are you good? Yeah, yeah it really was. He's I, I kind of got on a roll. He was and, on a roll. Yeah, that's good. And great. Uh, just kept finishing them. And then it was one of those I'd like, even when it was time to go to bed, I'd just put the guitar down by the bed and wake up and see if I'd see if it was still there. And you know, and it was. And, and then I just got. I got scared that if I stopped, you know, if I stopped and showered or ate or anything, it was going to kill it, you know? So I just, for three days, I was just a bomb up in the room and <laughs> yeah, she was bringing me food. And, but anyway, it was, it was, I wrote all of the songs during COVID during the, during the quarantine. And so, yeah, it's not really about that, but it was definitely because of that for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's great, man. That doesn't, you have to embrace it when it happens. Yeah. It sure. doesn't happen very often. For Good sure. job. Yeah. Thanks. That's awesome. You gonna play some, or are you gonna play some old stuff? I I'll let you play whatever. I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I I will. I'm gonna stay with on the new train too. Just you know, when you're in that mode, you kind of that's exactly. where your head goes. And, yeah. Um. So I'll They're do. Probably this. easier to remember than the ones we had played in the <laughs> that's year. That's exactly right. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is one. So Courtney and I wrote this one, and uh, it's kind of about like the you know, what it feels like in those early days when nobody comes out to your shows and you're playing to the bar staff, you know, and um, I will say the song's called Saturday Night. Um, I know you have a, a Saturday night. How dare you? Yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead and just rip the Band-Aid off. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me have it. There you go, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah. okay, I'm intrigued. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
sitting at a corner table all alone There's a man keeps staring at his telephone You can hear the cars rolling by and that ain't right It's quiet around here for Saturday night Well, there's a jukebox playing the same old song We've been listening to all night long It's a quarter to eleven, hadn't been a fight It's quiet around here for Saturday night Jenny's cleaning up and back behind the bar Junior made his move but he didn't get far Yeah, she's heard it all before so she shut him down tight It's quiet around here for Saturday night They got me set up in a corner and it's time to play Jenny pulls a shot and then I take the stage She likes to move to my groove when the crowd is light It's quiet around here for Saturday night Well, I play up to the minute that they close it down I look across the room, ain't nobody around Jenny says, come on, and she turns out the light It's quiet around here for Saturday night It's quiet around here for Saturday night It's quiet around here. It's quiet around here. It's quiet around here for Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One chord song. <laughs> yeah, that was, it is. I'm like, man, I'll overthink it. That's what I was thinking. Right? Watch, listen to that song. How like, was that, though? I like, overthink know? it way too much. Awesome. Thanks. Good stuff. I, I can't wait to. Uh, to dive into the rest of it and the new stuff from both y'all. And thank you so much. You know, every time, uh, by the way, we're here at Wade's World. Reset. I got to reset it every time. <laughs> here at Wade's World uh, from my home in New Braunfels, Texas. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for viewing uh, or listening or whatever, however you're enjoying it. We appreciate you listening. Um, and I, I want to say, you know, I've, 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 I've called upon y'all so many times over the years for my foundation or to save me from hangover at mile zero <laughs> or whatever it may be to help be a part of a show or come up and sing a song or sing harmonies or whatever it may be. Well, she, she yeah, she just jumps up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but with, with or without approval, with or without right? it, yeah, no, it's always approved in my, <laughs> in my book, but, uh, y'all always, you always answer the call. You always uh, show up and you're always so, so kind and sweet with, uh, 
with your time. I know it's y'all are busy, and especially with sequestered songwriter stuff, y'all are probably one of the few people that were slammed, packed, busy during a, a quarantine. <laughs> so, I, I, I um, thank you all very much for being here, for being a part of our show, and for always answering the call. Yeah, it means yeah. a lot. We love you, buddy. Thanks yeah, so much. Thanks for having us down. Good luck to both y'all, and um, should we try one together? Yeah. See if I remember this one. Tell me the words. The warden led a prisoner down the hallway to his den. I stood up to say goodbye like all the rest. And I heard him tell the warden just before he reached my cell. Let my guitar play and friend do my request Let him sing me back home With a song I used to hear Make my old memories come alive I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. We love you. See you soon. Stay safe. 
Love each other. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Call your mom. What a